Welcome back. Pull up the outline. Oh, welcome back. I got it. Hang out. Welcome to the show. Oh yeah. Fuck. I Intro to the BGSC. Is it general outline that we? I mean, usually we make one, but I don't know why we do that. Actually, because I yeah, I probably do need to. I just do the general. I know. I need to make one so we could put the score in there. See, our podcast is like a pretty good trap beat. I don't know. I have no idea what a trap beat is. <laughs> <laughs> but um, something like that. And then you go boom, boom, boom. And it traps you. Oh, that's <laughs> that's what I, <laughs> That's where it yeah. comes from. Doubt came in my mind. As I'm sure it's coming to yours. Even one to ponder about. All right. Let's anyway, do this. Shall we welcome our guests? Welcome back. Let's do it. Not our guests, our listeners. Both. Yeah. All right. Welcome back to the Board Game Social Club, everybody. My name is AJ. I am one of your hosts. Say hello to the other two, Robbie and Josh. Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Been a little bit. We've been away for a little while, but we're back. No worries. Back in good as ever. <laughs> Back in better than ever for better. <laughs> yeah, at least the same. Slightly out maybe. of practice. Slight, yeah, slightly out of pa- practice. <laughs> yeah, but we've been playing a lot of board games. A lot of games. Mm-hmm. So I think we're I think we're going to be good as ever. Yeah. It's going to be like riding a bike. Time will tell. <laughs> yeah, we depending, don't even know it. Depending on when you hear this. Yeah, <laughs> who knows? Probably in February. <laughs> yeah. Right. The yeah, world just, could be in any state. It, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of things that yeah. probably could happen between now and when this actually comes out. Might. Who knows? Absolutely. We might not even be here anymore. Yeah, I might, might have, have to evacuate. Yeah. Soon. For multiple reasons. Yeah, different reasons. <laughs> At least four different reasons yeah. could cause me to <laughs> evacuate my house. disasters that could happen yeah. legitimately between now and when this is released. Yep. Good old 2020. That's true. It's 2020. Never, there's no quit. No quit in you, 2020. <laughs> you just keep you got to admire that. Coming. Yep. You got to admire that spirit. Yep. I mean, and all of you are probably enjoying the new year, wrapping up Christmas, <laughs> Easter, whatever it is. But us, we're just getting ready for Halloween. Yeah, the birds are chirping oh, yeah, in springtime. October 18th. Yep. The first blades of grass yeah. are popping through the, the frost. Heck, you guys are probably got your covid shots already yeah yep. how's that vaccine I yeah wonder. the vaccine's out it's everyone's out. yeah taking it, like it bars again hugging yeah, yeah. yeah. Hugging. I, I saw other. a guy touch another girl's hand the other day in wow. public in public <laughs> and they weren't like nope. brothers no sister, gloves or, or masks same household as far as i know they didn't know each other it was an accident oh my god <laughs> that's not just a great <laughs> they bumped into each other on the subway cops were they immediately called. use some hand sanitizer no that's a, that was what was weird gosh <laughs> Back to normal. God, well, I can't imagine that. The March future. The future. 20, <laughs> yeah. 2022. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway. Have you guys heard those commercials that are the, I can't remember, the insurance company, Nationwide maybe? And they talk about sounds of the past or something? Have you heard this? I think these? so. Nation, is Nationwide the Peyton one? The Peyton one? No, ones? that's the... Yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just took a refresher. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. I think it's them that do these commercials, but they do like, this has been, so they do like, um, 
Johnny at the baseball game. And then it's just some guy's like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. And he gets up. And, excuse me. Excuse me. Pardon me. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. I'm sorry. Excuse me. And then it like plays some music. This has been Sounds <laughs> of the Old World. <laughs> Brought to you by yeah. Nationwide. Nice. That's and they're just like super mundane things. That, yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's so funny. Anyways. Anyway. Uh, before we dive into our game Welcome today, back. which is a little game called Clans of Caledonia, mm-hmm. um, I'd like to invite everybody to check out our social media at BGSC Podcasts on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, check out some of those sweet, sweet shots that AJ's taken of the of the game. Haven't had to do that in a bit. I know. He's did I do clip? Out of practice. Oh, I did, right? Yes. So three months ago, man. I know. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. What pic- Maybe I should take yeah, some pictures there. of our of our happy hour. Just yeah. go to Josh's house yeah. and take pictures of the dog. Yeah. That our was- listeners probably remember the happy oh, hour yes. episode. They loved it. Yep. <laughs> Based on their feedback. Yeah. It's one of their most popular episodes. You're right. So, uh, yeah. Check that out. Go check it out. Send us some messages on there. Get in, get in contact with us. Follow us on there. Let us know you're out there. And without further ado... Let's get into the game description. Sounds great. Deep into the 19th century, your homeland of Caledonia, or Scotland, is undergoing a vast economic change. While agriculture is still at the nation's heart, it is steadily moving into an industrial revolution, where trade and export will ultimately reshape the fabric of Caledonia forever. There is only so much land to go around, and many old Caledonian clans are vying for their share. Utilizing your family's personal skills, it's up to you to buy, sell, produce, trade, and expand your clan throughout the land of Caledonia. Don't hesitate to stake your claim and begin building an empire that your clan can be proud of for generations to come. Clans of Caledonia is played in five rounds, and there are many ways to attain victory points. That being said, the object of the game is to have the most victory points at the end of the fifth round. All right, this game was released in 2017 uh, through Kickstarter. The current Amazon cost is $47.81 with a whopping $20 shipping charge. Dang. Uh, which wasn't the case when I got the game, but seems to be the case now. Times is tough. It's only in UK, Amazon UK right now. Yeah. Uh, the number of players is one to four, which makes this kind of a unique game with that one on the end there. And then the time to play, it says, is 30 minutes per player, which I think could be true for more experienced players um, once you've played more than one time, I guess. But for the first time, I think it's about 45 minutes to an hour for every player that's playing. So it can be a little bit longer for the first one. The age is 12 plus, And the game type is a strategy game, um, economic growth, and farming. All right, let's get into some of that physical description of this game. This game is pickle-packed with accessories and pieces to choke on. To start, I'll name some basic game pieces. Then, I'm going to rattle through the resource and factory markers that we'll get into a little deeper in a minute. Start, there are cardboard starting tiles, goods tiles, scoring tiles, export contract tiles, port bonus tiles, clan tiles, glory tiles, technology tiles. There's 70 coins, one McDonald tile, and some bonus markers. Along with that tiny passel of pieces comes clan components. The clan components are for cows, sheep, bakeries, fields, distilleries, cheese dairies, workers, merchants, shipping tokens, settlement tokens, turn order tokens, 
and glory tokens, as well as goods tokens for milk, wool, cheese, grain, bread, whiskey, cotton, tobacco, and sugarcane. These parts all tie into different game boards that comprise this game. Wow. When you say it like that, <laughs> it really... It's a simple game. It's very simple. <laughs> but, but it is pickle-packed with accessories. pickle-packed <laughs> with true. chokeables. Chokeables. All right. Let's get into the, the description of the actual game board. So this game board is actually made up of four separate game boards that come together in quadrants. Each board on each side depicts a different landscape of Caledonia with fields, forests, mountains, locks, and rivers. These boards can be placed into 16 different variations of the game board itself, giving the game a slightly different feel each time you play. Up to, you know, 16 times, obviously. There is also a few other boards that accompany the game. One of those is the market board. This is a much smaller board that sits off to the side and helps keep track of the current market price of each commodity in the game. It includes six clear buttons that slide up and down on the prices when there is buying and selling activity. One of the other boards in this game is the exports board and the accessories that go along with that. This board keeps track of a few really important things. First, there's a 30-point track around the perimeter of the board. This numbered path keeps track of the relative position of the commodities tobacco, cotton, and sugarcane. More on that later. It also keeps track of glory points that players receive throughout the game for various reasons. You can also keep track of the size of each player's settlement as the game gets on. Second, on this board there's a place for unique point objectives for each of the five rounds. Third, there is anywhere from six to eight spaces for trade contracts. And lastly, there is a place to keep track of turn order for each round. Finally, the last board in this game is going to be your playing space board. And this playing space consists of your clan components I mentioned a moment ago, laid out in organized columns on each player's individual player board. Each column shows an indicated cost as well as the returns when that entity has been utilized. The only difference in player boards comes if someone chooses Clan McDonald. The Clan McDonald player board gets its own special side piece. The old McDonald piece. Oh, mm. McDonald. Which is weird that he's a fisher. Right. Like he'd, he'd be a cow guy. Thought he had a farm. Well, that's yeah. why they make such a big deal about the filet of fish at McDonald's. Ah. That's what they're known for. Yeah. Interesting. Old McDonald's filet of fish. Yeah. Well, that's basically all the pieces <laughs> we got. Um, a lot of accessories like we talked about. A lot of boards. But they all go into playing the game. And well, let's get into that. So to start the game setup, one more clan card than you have players playing are drawn at random from the clan deck. The clan deck consists of nine different clans, all with their own ability and strategy. Along with these clans, an equal number of starting tiles are randomly drawn and assigned for each clan tile. Players use whichever method to determine who starts that they prefer. We tend to mix up all the color markers and let people choose hands and whether or not to keep or discard those pieces in the hand until we know the turn order. Once your turn order is decided, the player who goes last gets first choice at clans, and players work backwards until everyone has decided their clan. Once everything is decided, players choose starting spaces for workers, place them, and pay the corresponding prices. Once everyone has placed their initial workers, then begins the game 
Let's discuss a round overview and how that sort of looks. So as I mentioned before, Clans of Caledonia is played in five rounds, and each round is made up of three phases, the player's turns, the production phase, and the round scoring. So first, the players take their turns doing one of eight possible actions, anything from building to buying and selling, exporting, and upgrading your clan's abilities. All of these things cost money, and when you run out of it, or really whenever you want, you can pass, ending your turn. The next phase, the players will collect goods, resources, and cold hard cash for all of the production units that they have built onto the game board. And then lastly, the players receive victory points based on the specific scoring tile for the current round. All right, lastly, let's talk a little bit about some mechanics, some of the more important mechanics of the game. First of all, this game is all about economic growth. One of the main things you do in this game is grow economically. You will earn coins, spend coins, and ultimately try to turn those coins into other goods, and in some cases, turn those goods into other goods. This will eventually earn you points. Next, there is buying and selling goods. Part of the economic growth is being able to buy and sell goods using a system that resembles the stock market. Prices fluctuate with every purchase or sale of the individual good, so you have to be smart about when you buy goods and how many goods you purchase. This is also one of the only ways in the game to play defensively. Finally, there is fulfilling trade contracts. One of the main sources of points is fulfilling these trade contracts, which earn you tobacco, cotton, and sugarcane. You fulfill these contracts by spending a specified number of goods. This can also include slaughtering cattle or sheep. After five intense rounds of gameplay, you are able to determine your winner. Just like any game that has a point system, the player with the most points at the end of the game wins the game. This is generally the time where we would talk about other games in the series. However, there really are none. So we just wanted to quickly mention that there is an upgraded version that you can buy directly from the game makers that come with metal coins instead of cardboard. And also a neat little tray for all of your pieces to go into. But that's really it. There's no other games in the series so far. Right. And the creator, Juma Al Juju, I assume that's how you say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, he has posted on like Board Game Geek and their website that he is working on an expansion, which uh, reading through it seems to just add four five six seven new clans uh, it doesn't really seem like it does much for gameplay a few more portiles that's that's about it so makes sense there's a couple of the variable pieces that it seems like it'd be really easy to include in an out. expansion yeah, yeah and mm. just give you more of those things but i would definitely be interested in like some some rules changes or something. It seems you know? like it would be easy enough to do an expansion similar to Catan where you could travel like from the, like don't stay on that same Island, like travel across the sea type of thing. Yeah. Um, but it would, I mean, this is supposedly Scotland. Um, and so it'd be an interesting, like, you know, storyline change potentially, but it yeah. could be cool. Clans of Caledonia and the surrounding area. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. northern Eng england i mean if you read through if you go on board game geek he does lay out like a ton of stuff that you absolutely don't really need an expansion to play on like he gives you all the layouts of the new clans he was thinking of to play with mm. um he gives you more stuff on solo gameplay 
he's also talking about maybe releasing um, single tiles that you can add to your board. So like you can change certain terrains oh. within your board mm. to be, be different cool. terrains. That'd be cool. Like a mountain tile you could place onto right. a forest to change it. To so like a lot like um, Catan, you know, where you would just get like a single piece that you would put in to change. Like this one would yep. be a forest now or, or what yep. have you. That'd be cool. And then um, he's also talking about maybe adding more final scoring, which would be uh, least units on the map, most goods in stock, and the most glory, which would give you more points. So mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say. If you could think of just like random things that would be almost a side thing that gives you more points. Right. Just anything to focus your time on that would give you more points would be a yeah opportunity for an expansion. And even like playing it, we, you know, We've played it a few times, and it. I think you'd almost have to play it about ten times <laughs> or oh, yeah. so to like really feel able to want to change things. I'm like, gosh, yeah. there's so many things I'm never. Oh, I even, agree. Every That's time uh, we've played on. it, I've right. played it twice, and like even going, you know, playing it that second time, you know, like I was more comfortable, but at the same time, like you're still yeah. swimming in it a little bit with just the vast number of ways to. Uh, do points Start. and like just yeah <laughs> just, i mean to think about an expansion for me personally i'd like i'm not there yet after yeah. two games right definitely so you're gonna add seven more clans i only know two of the starting <laughs> yeah. nine to yeah. begin exactly. with i got i got some room to, to yeah. go so yep some which is kind of cool i mean like i was saying we kind of looked into expansions but i don't i mean gosh i don't know how long you would play before you'd like yearn for one you play Catan, you know, four or five times. You're like, okay, expansion would be yeah. awesome. This totally. one, I'm like, True. gosh, I think it would take me. Yeah. Well, the game board can change. There's right. so many more clans than you really use. So a lot of new stuff every time you play, which is pretty cool. Yeah, even if you methodically set up the game to where you were going to, like, see the different variations and get some experience with each thing, you know, that's nine different games for the different clans or yep. 16 games with you just go off Boards. the board, yep. you know. Yeah. That's yeah, how many board games have ones. you played nine times? You know, right? Like it's <laughs> besides Robbie and Catan. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, I. But again, I, I think the game itself is so expansive and huge. Gosh, you don't. Let's <laughs> just say expansion already. I don't know what all it. It just make it more. Just like I say, more clans. That's kind of. Uh, that's okay it'd be cool changing yeah. the tiles like that one sounds kind of neat being able to change tiles up or right extra clans though I, you could just make up shit it'd yourself. be cool if, if the clans like easier. the new clans you came up with were like cooler like if there was like a couple clans that you were like all right well that's like a little if you i mean if you read through yeah. them they're pretty they're pretty cool yeah. i mean they're like gosh that, that seems way more they all seem way more powerful than the original ones. I mean, mm, just reading through them, it's just like, wow. <laughs> Give you like a little advantage. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, it introduces railroads. <laughs> oh, that's cool. It's kind of neat. That is cool. Based just for on, one clan? There's or? a railroad clan that yeah. gets railroads. It reminds me of the McDonald's. Like the McDonald's clan, yeah. They get the fishermen. fishermen. Huh. But that's right. an expansion that doesn't even exist. So yep. what are we talking about that for? I mean, I feel like with the with a, the what you call it the clan expansions that that's built for somebody who's like super into this game, plays it a bunch, yeah, and yeah. just like needs, like, yeah, yeah. Needs I'm sick more. of these nine clans, yeah, yep. Um, all right, well, let's talk about our favorite parts of the game. Let's do it. Who wants to go first? There, I don't know that I've thought this out. 
classic. Okay. I just, like I mentioned it a second ago, one of my favorite things is how many different ways there are to score in this game. It's like the two times I've played, I like have found myself pondering like what the hell I'm trying to do. Like there's so many ways to score victory points. Like you can get that export contract or you can get, you know, try to like not, you know, don't spend coins if you're not getting at least a victory point per 10 coins you spend you know like there's so many things to think about with like how you're getting victory points that it really allows you to just do whatever you want and there's i'm sure there's smarter ways uh, more efficient ways to do that but it's a game where like you know no two people can play the same you just have your favorite ways of going about it and it's really vast like how you can how you're able to score how you're able to get victory points yeah Right, and then add add to that just like the luck of what's available to you. Right, you know, like depending on where your people are, maybe you can't play a certain piece that you're trying to play. Yep, or you can't get a resource that you want, yep. or the price of the resource you need goes up slightly because of something another player does, or the round object has kind of changed, so you're not necessarily <laughs> trying to. Which I don't know what we touched on, but every round they kind of give you a starting thing that you're gives you more points, points. that you're yeah. trying to work towards. So that changes a lot too. It it's, does. It's like, gosh, you can get three three victory points for every one good you have. That gosh, that really makes you want to buy goods. And right. like, that yep. changes for that round, regardless of what your big play is. Right. You're working on smaller stuff. All right, Josh, you wanna Back say your favorites. favorite part? Uh yeah. I can go into it. I think I mean, I would say it's my favorite. It's what I really like about it. So I guess favorite part is the clan aspect. Um, I I like how it's not super demanding when you pick a clan. It doesn't pigeonhole you at all. Each of the clans have a kind of a special ability-ish, but it doesn't make or break the game. Like, you can go with it or you can do your own thing. Totally. Like, I like that. Um but I also like how the clans in the book, when you you're first starting there, each clan has a strategy in the in the rules that sort of tells you, you know, it gives you a hint on how to play them. And I've found that if you just go focus on the hint, because there's so much to do, and I love that they give you that hint because it kind yeah. of really gets it down. So there's so many clans, and you don't have to follow anything. But in the book, they give you a strategy, and I, I found that times we played that it helps you hone in so like i kind of like that they give you that strategy to think about because they're so each clan has so much and like just this whole game has so much yeah, the to, whole game it's just so much that i like that they're like well just focus on this like maybe try <laughs> taking your clan this clan focus on doing this yeah so the last one i had the strategy was focus on ports and the whole thing was you know that i got to do an extra one but i had to place around the edge mm -hmm. so i just spent the whole time expanding around the edges so i could use the ports which was the only thing i was thinking about just try to use all the ports right. seems to be a good right good idea worked out for you and yeah, yeah. randomly and you get that thing where you get the bonus points right. for settling on the outside for being of the on map, the edges yep. which and was so like totally unrelated but super helpful yeah, <laughs> so yeah again, but you followed your hint and it right. worked out you know like right that's i just think that i i enjoy that there's so many clans and they're so different and you don't have to follow them, but they give you, you know, that little hint to make your clan, like try this with this clan, right? Try this with this clan, just that little strategy hint. I think I like that. Cause all you could play every single clan exactly the same. I, I would imagine 
and yeah. have and have good results. I wouldn't mm-hmm. think it'd really change too yeah, much. Yeah, just don't like take advantage of your clan that much. You right. Can still, you can still do well. Because a lot of those <clears throat> special abilities aren't like game changing. It's just yeah, like, you're, like you're a little better at this or you're a little better at this. Yeah. Yeah, that last game mine didn't. Like I had the ability to have two export contracts at once and it didn't like alter any. Like I didn't, I, I think I did technically win with the most exports, but. Yeah. Just being able to do two at once doesn't mean you get and more. Fulfill, it, right. You still have to fulfill them. Um, right. So, yeah, Which is I mean, a task it was cool. Itself. I tried to use my thing, but, like, it really wasn't a game changer enough to, like, you know, it wasn't huge. But it was, you know, it's just, like, one extra thing. Right? Yeah. The problem is with that, that whole idea and the whole problem of this game in general that makes it kind of fun and interesting to think about is there's – it's always a trade-off, you know. You, you can't do everything. Right. So yes. you, you're going to run out of money in the round yep. so you have to be very picky about where you're going to spend your money you know you you're going to run out of area on the board to like utilize for those Expanding. outside spaces yeah. for your, that that clan you know you're going to not be able to fulfill the contract yep. if you buy the contract in a way in the game or something. it's kind of the yeah. inverse of what i said with like my favorite is like there's a vast way to sort of get victory points but at the same time you do have to like remember like you can't do it all like you right you've got to like pick your path and like sort of go for it and you can experiment a little bit especially early on but like it's not you know this huge thing you can do like you do need to like narrow in on what you're doing because your money is going to run out right and i think they do a good job of that with this is because this game is so big and there is so much you can do the fact that they're like okay if you're this clan yeah. Think, try this this is what they did this is the backstory yeah. on sure. this clan they tell you like you guys were whiskey makers and so like again if you're the whiskey making clan and you're going out and building a bunch of dairy farms and that kind of stuff you can still do fine but it's just like they're giving you the backs they're telling you what to do they're telling you how this one works like totally. every single right. one they're telling you this is what they do this is how they work best you don't have to do that but this is how they work best and yep. so it's like sort of they give you a limiting factor if you choose to you don't have to follow it at all yeah but they, they at least focus you a little bit for new players they're like yeah there are a billion things i, I know but right. your clan does us just first game focus on that right I, yeah. I, I like that. well it's it kind of funny that you mentioned the, the beginning players because it i was thinking like those probably get even more helpful as you get more experience oh, yeah. because you're like i know how to I know how to hone this double contract guy clan right. to make make me money, you know, to earn me points in the end. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, so you get better at like utilizing your clan. It reminds me of um, Cult, you know, because yeah. like the first couple of games, I didn't, I like, oh, my clan has these abilities or my god has these abilities, you know, but I don't know how to Hard use it. Hard to use it. <laughs> Wins the best they time. Seem, right. And they seem really extreme. So I'm just going to focus on like this other stuff that yeah. I can do. Yeah. Um, but then when you learn, you're like, oh, man. Right. If I just focus on my my god or my clan, yeah. If I break you know, it down really to this and me, this instead of this, 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 and this, right? It just make, gives it me just something to focus on, and it gives and I'm and I'm playing to my strengths that the other people don't have, right? You know, so that's, I think a, that's a good one. I like that. I, that's again when you have this game and you know I was going through the pieces and I just wouldn't shut up because there's four thousand pieces. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean. Like I like that. It looks so overwhelming but if you just read that little thing they're like well yeah just don't worry about anything but mm-hmm. but making whiskey or don't worry about anything but a dairy farm don't worry about anything but yeah doing your it's great uh, con- it's like great beginner advice you know like yeah. it doubles like you said like you could <laughs> you could learn how to like use that ability 
better like as you have played multiple games but it also is just like if this is your first game just like pick your clan whoever you want and just read that strategy and just sort of like stick close to that and you'll be fine as like a beginner yeah you don't have to worry about the fact that you can do ten thousand things (laughs) yeah all this stuff on your turn yeah all these pieces you just focus on whiskey barrels what do i need to make a whiskey barrel whiskey barrel put it in my thing let it age in my distillery later (laughs) that's all i'm doing this game yeah and who knows i mean it might you might find that you're like, God, I turn out a shit ton of whiskey or, <laughs> right. or whatever. Yep. Well, my uh, my favorite thing is probably, there's a, there's a lot actually, but I think the one I'm going to go with is the way, since it's played in five rounds, you can't just pick a strategy from the beginning and then just like do that thing over and over again for five rounds. Like it, it won't work. It won't get you points in the end. Yeah. You know, like if your whole thing is to build whiskey barrels, let's just take like very simple at the very end. I want as many whiskey barrels as I can have in my stockpile and get like the two points for those whiskey barrels at the end. If that's your goal, like if you don't invest in getting money early, then you're not going to be able to get more whiskey by the end. You know, it's not just a matter of like, I'm going to buy wheat and whiskey barrels, you know, like you have to you have to plan it out a little better in the five rounds. Yeah, you can't just pick the thing and then just do it over and over again for five rounds. Right. So I think it's really cool that your your strategy has to evolve over time. If you're buying workers in the in round five to make you money, that's a poor investment, you know, because it's just gonna, you're going to get money for the end of that round. That's going to get you like one point per ten coins. Right. You know, it's like going to give you nothing. Yeah. Same as yeah. Same as like you would have just had that money anyway like right. you're just you're trading one for one it's not like yeah exactly three points yeah you probably spend more than 10 coins to buy the person right right and then they're not <clears> going <throat> to give you the return on that investment yeah. you know but if you buy a worker in round one then they're going to produce those coins for five rounds and you're going to be able to turn those coins right. into something else so like buying a worker that act is different in round one yes than it is five. like in round five you know right. so it's cool that your strategy has to sort of evolve over the course of the game to get the most to to result in the most points in the end yep so i think that's my favorite part you know and it's i think it's similar to similar to cult there's a lot of this game i think that is like really similar to cult i agree yeah but i could see that but same thing happens there like you can't your your strategy sort of has to evolve as the game progresses and things change Uh uh-huh you invest in certain things early so that you can use them later and all that timing is is really important. Yeah, I agree. One nice. Thing on that, I mean, like you're saying with your strategy going, that the scoring tiles in this game are like that's the biggest I think game changer part of it. Is it is like the individual random every ones round that they around. give you. Yeah. So when you're playing, there's five different ones. They're all random, and then. Those are what give you extra points as the round ends. So when the round ends, the scoring tile tells you, you know, if you have this, you get this many points. Or for each of these, you get yeah. this many points. And those are random. And I think that that's so that's awesome. Like, right. Yeah. So it like is, the game yeah. we played the other day, there was one where you get two points for every, or one point or something, three points. It was a lot of three points. points. I think it was three. Three for points every for two. every two you have on the border, two um, establishments on a border. And that was like my clan's thing was to you're a border like you stay on the border to start you can only put them on the border, and I just think like if that would have been the first tile, 
instead oh, yeah. of the fourth tile right. we flipped. Totally. Like, that yeah, changes change. so much. I mean, I think I got 18 points or something yeah, on something that one because it was the fourth round. If it was the first tile, I would have got yeah, three or four. Three points or something yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you're two, two so, like, guys the on the edge. Luck of those is it's just so many things that change every game mm-hmm. that is awesome. Like, I love that. It's not. You know, one thing changes and it makes it random. Like a lot of games change one aspect, and that's what's random. Right. This one changes everything. There's, there's everything several. is up in the air. Well, and they can be minor. You know, like right. you said, that could have been that didn't have to be the game changer if it was round one right. that popped. You know, but it was round four, and that literally was the difference between you and the second player, which I think was me. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. But that I think one I round beat of you scoring, by like fifteen or something. Yeah. And- I think it I see a, it was a really 10 close. coming in the replayability category. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? It's anybody's guess. It could be. could be a nine and a half. Stay tuned. Those are um, favorites. It's a lot of good favorites. There's, there's, good. Yeah, we we actually, keep going. We actually <laughs> discussed a lot of strategy in that, too. So We did. Yeah. Speaking of strategy that we just discussed slightly. Yeah, we just got into a little bit. <laughs> what else do you got? I guess. I mean, I would say, since I said it, my strategy has pretty much been to read that suggestion follow your and suggestion. Follow, follow the clan strategy. Just even if it's stupid, like the one I did was use the ports. That was the strategy it gave me. Use the ports. I was like, that's a fucking terrible thing. This, what, what does that help me with? Like, why is that <laughs> right. a... Right. But it really well, the, just had me extend on the outside of the border. Yeah. And well, I covered almost of- the, whole, the whole map. I almost had the entire border of the map yeah. colonized. Which was huge. Yeah, close. But again, it just yep. it was just I was so that's what I was doing. I mean, I wasn't thinking about the middle or anything else. It was just get around the border, use the four ports. Right. And that as simple as that stupid thing is, that that was my strategy. Just follow what it said and try <laughs> right. that and see I, it's what it's amazing how it gets works you. out for you. And it like, opens up to say it just opens up things you can't think time. of, you know. Right. Like it's right, not just right. that like those four ports are not gonna win you the game. It's just however, simplify. like it sort of changed the way you thought of it and then you ended up taking a route that just opened up doors for you later and it sort of just turned into its own yeah. strategy so like i could expand sure you never would have done that that you never would have done yeah. exactly right. which is cool and it's like i said it's perfect for like newer players right to be able to just like focus in on something because there's a lot of things you could focus in on yeah. just focus in on this and it just will like manifest itself into multiple doors that will open for you in the context of the game totally and i'd be interested to see a game like this how much a super simple strategy like that, like me, my, like the only thing I was worried about was using the ports. And then you just let yourself go wherever right. you want. So like, it's not a super limiting strategy where I yeah. can't do this. I can't do that. Or it's so expansive where I'm like, well, this, 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 and this. Yeah. I mean, you had tons it's of just cows a, and sheep yep, out there, different factories that I mean, just sort of played into yeah, it. Well, I need to get here. Yeah. So what, how am I going to get can there? I get there? There's yeah. a lot of gray right. area in between those two things and where so you I, are and what you want to get, yeah. like getting to that port. And this game, I think, just plays into a super, just as simple as you can, which I don't know. I mean, over a bunch of games, it might be like, well, you've got to get more and more difficult yeah. in your strategy as more people right. know. But I think it just plays into yeah. just keep it simple, stupid. Yep. Like just, well, the, the, the mechanics of the gameplay in general, they really like, they ca- kind of cater to that keep it simple. It's like, Okay, AJ, it's your turn. You do one thing, whatever yep. it is. <laughs> yeah. You buy a good, you know, you yep. you yep. place a, a piece on the board. You know, it's not your mo- your action is very simple. Yes. Yeah. And you're thinking like two or three steps ahead. Yeah, your big picture complex. has to kind of stay complicated. But mm-hmm. I guess maybe we didn't really talk about that, but there's five rounds 
I mean, we say you go till you pass, but it's not like a right. continuous thing and thing. It's one thing. You can do one thing, one thing, one thing, one yes. thing, and it goes yeah. around the yeah, table one doing of eight one thing until turn. you're out of things to do. So we yeah. could spend a round, and there's 40 things that happened in round one. Right. But it, one at a time. it's just one thing at a time. So it's <laughs> yeah. not like risk where it's your turn, you move across the whole country, you kill here, you kill here, yeah. you do this, yeah. your turn takes 20 minutes. Right. No, yeah, there's a lot a, you can do, but you can only do one thing at a time. Yeah. It's one at a time. And your plan, like, you have to keep in mind, like, you know, like, if you I'm trying to think, like, if you have, like, an export contract that needs, like, a whiskey and, like, a cheese and, like, two meats, like... I don't have any of that. So what do I need to do? Like I need, I only have one, uh, one wheat out there. So I need to plant a wheat. That's going to give me a wheat. I'm going to turn that wheat into a whiskey. Like then that's good on my whiskey. Then I need, like I have a sheep. I can get wheat from him. So like literally it's going to take eight things, like eight moves I have to do in order to, to get this contract. one contract. But there's nothing you can do. Like you can just do one thing. Like right. you just pick, like yep. keep it in mind, the order you need to go in. But on this turn, like you just plant a wheat. That's it. Yep. Plant a wheat. And then it's the next person's turn. And then you have to remember, like, when that wheat comes in, I need to remember, like, turn it into a whiskey, you know? But it really is, like, in the moment, it allows you just to simplify it and just do that one thing. Yeah. I mean, I think this is kind of getting back into the favorites talk a bit. But that, what you just said, that whole process of, like, I need to do this contract, I need this, this, and this to do it, this is how I get those things. It's cool that there are multiple ways to get those things, mm -hmm. you know, like there, you can plant the wheat and then in a couple of turns, turn it into a whiskey after you have like a whiskey factory. Yep. But if you like, that could be a couple of round, like a two round process. Sure. And maybe you don't want to take that much time. So instead of spending the money to do that, you just buy the, yeah, buy the whiskey from the also market. Also the stock market. Where right. You can just yep. buy a whiskey and, and it's expensive, but it also gets it to you right now. Maybe it gets that export contract out of your lap right now. Get you, you know, get you on to something else, and like right. that, like yes, it's more expensive, but it could be worth it to just. Well, do it. Yeah. yeah. Do you want the? Do you need the whiskey for rounds to come? Like, do I want to continue to make whiskey? Right. So, you know, in that case, I might want to do the wheat. Yep. Factory. Whiskey factory thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or do I just need this one to fulfill this contract? Right. And then you just go like, oh, I'm just going to go buy that, you know. But then you don't might not have a merchant to send to the market, yeah. and yeah. <laughs> like it just so complex. Yeah, it is. I would love to be the the clan that's the merchant clan. Because I'm thinking that would be a really fun strategy is just to spend the whole time working the market, buying and selling in the market. So, like, you know, maybe you, you make whiskey or whatever on your own, and then you sell three, and it gets down to eight or whatever, and you have five merchants. So your next turn, you buy five whiskeys at eight, mm -hmm. and it goes up to 13. And then the next turn, you sell them all. Right. I would wonder, I wonder how... If like that's mm. a strategy that would just that would potentially work, that just just hundred percent buying and selling goods yeah, in the market, much yeah, not really building. Just the problem is your you, workers. Are you well, I mean, with five rounds, you get to do that three times, I guess. Uh, probably most, like if you two because you well you sell one turn, buy next turn, sell one turn, buy next turn. You could do it with multiple like two buys, like depending on how many market like people you have. Yeah, like the rules just say you can't buy and sell the same commodity in the same right turn, right, or the same round. Or yeah, round. I was just right. thinking if you sell it to the like one round, you get it to the cheapest, and then exactly. the next round you use all your merchants to right. uh, to buy it, buy up yeah. five of whatever it is cheapest, and then the next round you 
So I'll find. <laughs> so it'd be like idea. it'd be yeah. a cool money making scheme through like four rounds, and then like in the end, you would want to end. I think with as many like if it's whiskey bottles, right. as many as you can because those are worth two victory points each, versus yeah, right. like the ten coins. Get it all Tw- to actually the twenty coins or whatever that it would take to get those two victory get the two points. points. Yeah, it'd be kind of cool. I agree. The most you can think, sell it for is sixteen. I think that'd be fun. Listen, if you, is it five merchants? Is that the most merchants? One, two, three, four, five. I think six, seven. There's seven. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. like one turn, you could put it at the base, and then the next turn, or, as long as nobody fucked with it, right? Also, you could yeah. like buy it to the top price and then sell it from the top price. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you feel in like one you turn, you can make it from the bottom money. to top, bottom to top, bottom to top. Yeah. So you're buying it at eight and selling it at. 16. 16. Yeah. I mean, you're turning those eight coins into 16. You're like doubling your money. Yeah. It's weird. But it's a weird, it's 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 an interesting strategy. But that's the thing is like you could sit down at the beginning of this game and go, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And and see how it works. And you might not even win, but you know you're going to like be close. Like it's not like it's going to be like a. You're not going to get zero points. Yeah. And in the meantime, maybe you do some other couple of other things. I just want to see somebody be really bad. Like we've all been pretty close. It's like we haven't had like a butt kicking. I was, I was surprised that like Vanessa and I even on that game. Like I knew we weren't going to be like in contention, but I was actually surprised like how close the scores were. Like towards the end, we weren't. That yeah, close you were to you, like ninety six, ninety nine, one oh nine. Yeah, and, and I was at one twenty four. One twenty four. Based on my yeah, <laughs> it's great memory I got. Yeah, that's good memory. Well, I I. I think there's some interesting strategy because, like, some strategy topics. Like, when we played the three of us, I think AJ won, and it seemed like you won by getting a lot of contracts. Like, that seemed to pay off. I was for going you. for hops because I was the beer maker. So, I really was going for a lot of contracts that had all the hops. That yeah. was like my strategy. Yeah. So, you ended up with, and then you get a lot of points based on the tobacco and the mm-hmm. cotton and the sugar cane you yeah. have. Yeah. And so, you yeah, ended up winning, sports. right? And I was like, oh, well, that seems like that's probably the way to go, you know, because, like, sugar cane for example the worst it's going to do in the game is give you three points per sugar cane that you have right and that's a lot compared to like if you have a whiskey barrel at the end you get two points, two points. you know or if you have 10 coins you get one point yeah so it seems like contracts are like really lucrative for your points in the end so that was my thought as i as i left the game that we played and then i played with my family in la Hunta and um I, I did that. I just like went for contracts. I think I got the most contracts. I did a really good job. You know, I was like pretty strategic on which ones I picked so that I could get, so I could play like the point values as best mm-hmm. I could, you know, and that was my whole strategy. And Tyler ended up winning and he got a ton of points at the end from just like having a lot of stuff on the board and racking in goods at the end. And so yeah. it was, he got a bunch of cheese, you know, or whatever and ended up like counterbalancing all those contracts that I have. Hmm. So, um, and then you left that game. You're like, fuck, I gotta, I gotta put stuff on the board. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, that's kind of what I did on our other game. A little bit. Like, all right, I'm going to buy people the first round. Well, yeah, you were going for the people goods in the middle, you know, and then I'm going to focus on contracts, but then you can't do that because contracts cost you money later in the game. Yes. You you have to do early contracts. And that's actually one of the things where my guy with the double contracts, like if you can utilize that clan, in the first two rounds where it pays you actually in the first round, then it's free in the second round. Yeah. If you can get four contracts done by then, like that's huge right. compared to most people. Yeah, you just then made ten coins. Then it starts costing four contracts. Yeah. Right. Then you could focus on other things. You could right. Say, 
I'm just gonna be happy with my four contracts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. So, the one strategy, or go ahead. Let's. Wrap well, I was just gonna. One. My yeah. my final thing was I just like there. I didn't come up with like a right. There is a strategy. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I don't think any gotta, one is better than the other. Uh-huh. I think it's just a little how, bit luck how of the you draw. can couple it like, uh-huh. with the, with the victory point yeah. like things or what do you call them the the round scoring tiles. the round scoring, scoring tiles. tiles. Yeah. There's some so, luck there. Some luck there. Utilizing your clan. What were you gonna say? Your strategy. I was saying the only like not we don't need to revisit like individual strategies but the one thing i think is important to keep in mind is like in the in the last round or even the fourth and the fifth round to just keep in mind that you get a victory point for 10 coins yeah and so you really have to stop spending money on shit that's not you know yeah like that's do not spend more than 10 coins on something that will gain you one victory point you have to like really pinch not even pinch pennies but just be aware of what your money is buying you, and right. you have to do better Don't than buy a milk ten coins off. to one victory point. Right. If you're not getting ten coins to one victory point, even then like a, then it's a break even, even eleven or twelve, like it's not worth it. You right. need to find a way to maneuver the game to like turn your basic goods into produce goods or something. You know, something where just keep in mind that you're automatically going to get a victory point for every ten coins you have. So don't spend them stupidly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's kind of interesting at the very end of the game, it's really easy to think through that. Like, I can look at my transaction and be like, oh, I'm going to spend 10 coins for a person who's going to give me six coins, and then I'm not going to have a point. So yep. that's a dumb transaction. Right. You know, but that's round five right before you score. Yep. But And how many of those decisions <laughs> did you make in Well, yeah, that's what I mean. So you can, like, extrapolate that as you get in round four. You might be able to, like, see a couple of moves. Like, I'm going to turn this 10 coins into this. Mm-hmm. And then in the next I round, it's going to turn this into this. this. Right. So I'm, now I'm turning ten coins into four points, and like, okay, that's cool. Yes, but like, at the very, it's so. And then you go back to the round three, and you try to do that, and you're like, fuck, I. Which I is know. why I lost it. your I strategy of like anyway. building yeah. miners and foresters or whatever they're called in the first round or first two rounds is really good. Yeah, because you're spending the six plus the cost, you know, maybe eleven, twelve coins to place a guy, but he's going to make you way more than that over five rounds. So right. it, it's a really smart investment to build workers in the first couple rounds. Yeah, and that's it's true. it's not smart at all to do that in the fifth round. Yeah, like maybe that's the simple coins. way in the end. Well, I think it's 80 coins to build all your workers plus whatever. Okay. Whatever the land the costs. The land costs. Yeah, so let's as call long it as five each or something. And well, there's eight of them. How many are there? Six for one and ten for the other, right? There's eight four. Yeah, four yeah. workers I on each side. I thought there was five each. Four each. Just four. kidding, I'm off then. It's 24 and 40, so 64 to build all your workers. Well, plus, minus land costs. Plus land costs. Plus, plus land costs. Gotcha. Then, That's uh, just yeah. worker costs. So let's say it costs you 100 coins. Or so, yeah. to put them out. To, to put all your people which out Which is there. 10 points. But then, 10 points. Yeah, so then and per then you're turn, gonna you're going to make... It's 56? like yeah. If you like can if, get them all if out. somehow you could get them all on your first turn, you'd make fifty six per. So what is it sixty? So oh gosh. So that's How can you five get to points hundred coins in your per first round. two turn, turns. So <laughs> all you would need to do is like, <laughs> e- even if you had all of them built by round three, and you got to reap the benefits in f- rounds four and rounds five, that would you'd be like, ahead. you'd be ahead by quite a bit because like you just made one hundred twelve coins. So you'd made 12 points, or 12 11 points. points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As opposed to the 10 you spent. For but them. if you can yeah. get them done, I mean, you're really, <laughs> well, yeah, doing, earlier you're really you're doing, doing some good. Right, if you could do them 
Yeah, in you the get first two. eleven points right. for two rounds if you can get them done in the first three. That's so weird. It's so interesting to think about. Like if you could just convert everything <laughs> to points from, from coins to points. Yeah, you victory know? points. God. And same Crazy. with like same with like spending the coins to like plant wheat, which is very expensive, right? It's like eighteen coins, and yeah. then turning that into and then also spending more coins for a bread factory or more coins for whiskey like you're spending a lot of coins not getting a whole lot back from them except that like as that manifests over the course of the game like you're turning each whiskey each cheese into two victory points every time and if you can collect those three rounds then it's yeah. you're it's way more you've, yeah you've, you're making you've used your money very wisely and if you turn those uh, produced goods into contracts exports yeah then it's, even, even then it's even better. Mm-hmm. The wheat one is interesting because it is 18 coins, but you get two. So yes. you just yeah. turned 18 coins into two points. Yes. Yep. Which 18 points which would is, only coins right. would give you one point. So you need a lot Plus. in the beginning, but it does produce a lot like yeah. really early on. That would and be again, an example you don't of a start smart. with a ton. Yep. But, so like that's a big, I mean, that's a big uh, expense. They're not cheap. Yeah. Like no, the wheat fill, I always find myself trying to do them last because I'm like, that's a lot of fucking money. Yeah. 18 plus whatever you're putting it on, and they're usually like, Three to three to five or whatever that you're putting it on. Yep. Like, God, that's right. like half my money right. on one wheat field. That's <laughs> totally gonna kill me. Well, yeah, and but if you buy it. a whiskey, if you buy if you bought a wheat and two whiskey factories, like all at the same time. Yep, that's thirty eight, thirty eight coins that you turned into four points. Yeah. Yep. So it's you come out ahead. So it's, it's like, like it's always a good thing to change it in coins into. Uh, but, goods, but, but four points right away, right? Yeah, you're holding four points. Four points. Like, yeah, like, what about the next with... turn when it was right. like, then you got more wheat, then you got more. So right. If, you if did it was it, round if five. If you did it, yes. Right. Just on a one it turn. Be, it's, yes. it's a good investment because you get to capitalize on those missing two coins. And maybe yes, that's the way to know? look at it is every round, look at your investments. Like, maybe it's not like round to round you should be thinking, or at the end you should, maybe it's... Maybe it would behoove round. you to think about that going into it. Like, should mm-hmm. I buy this? Right. Like, should I buy a cow right now? What points does that give me? Or if you have, like, already a dairy or a cheese or yep. something made, then, well, then that makes more sense to build your cow. Like, it, right. You think totally. about it like that. Not to mention, yeah, none of this takes into account, like, the round end tiles or whatever. Yeah, where it's right. boring tiles. You get three so. victory points right now for every barrel you have or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. For every that one cheese everything. is three victory then, points. So your strategy or, has yeah. to evolve to each round's bonus. I think that's that's kind of a fun strategy. I think I did that my very first... Well, I didn't do the clan thing the very first time I played. I just kind of thought about like what was the scoring tile on the and round. you just went for it. I just, just went for it. Yeah, just like your... it says build people. Okay, I'm going to build a bunch of people. Yep. You know, or it says it's not a bad way to go. Yeah, you get really you get points. Yep, that's usually the most points. Like usually gives you the better, better trade out. It's like right. in, automatically you get these points, and then next round if you get rid of it, you still have the points. It's like right. you don't have to keep these goods forever. You get them and you're done with them. That's true. Yep, you you're like accumulating them. the score, especially yeah. when you somebody is like you know, say they buy up buy up a bunch of whiskey barrels and you sit like you did whiskey barrels because it gained you that bonus before. But now all of a sudden, like the market price of whiskey is like through the roof. And now all of a sudden you're like, well, I can just, Sell. now I don't need them. I'll just <laughs> trade them in. There's a huge price. And I can get a bonus like 50, 60 coins right now. It's right. just such yeah. a Luke. It's such a, um, a fluid thing that you just have to sort of be paying attention and be willing to be flexible with like what you're doing. 
Speaking of being able to pay attention and be flexible, how do you feel about drinking or not drinking for this game? That's a good question. <laughs> I've been thinking about it. Me too. I have my answer. I'm actually going <laughs> to... I thought I had an obvious answer, and I'm actually going to go against that. Oh, wow. So I'm going to say, if it's my turn... I'm going to say drink up. I'm going to say drink up. And I feel like I normally wouldn't, but I was thinking there's there's enough ways to play this and there's enough things you can do and i don't think there's any one like bad strategy there probably is actually <laughs> I'm sure there's we could of. find we could probably find one but every time we've all played like the even the last place person like they did fine yeah. you know and so i think you could you could find enough strategy in your in your drunken mind to to do f- well enough that i say like it doesn't really matter there's like enough freedom to to be had with like your strategy that I think you could like be pretty drunk and just like figure out how to, how to like make enough coins to be like fairly competitive. I'm going to piggyback on that. Cause I agree. I think you could drink cause you, there's like no negatives. What? I mean, you can't really hurt yourself. Like nothing you do <laughs> is, is, is negative. You're not, you can't really lose points except for like we were saying, trading coins for something that's less that, mm-hmm technically you're losing points but it's not there a smart investment yeah it's just a poor it's not like bad you're still getting a point or whatever or maybe getting a point I, ju- I don't think there's anything in this game that you can do that hurts you like there's no bad decisions there's just not as smart of a decision so i, th- I think you could easily drink and play this game and it's not complicated it's there's a lot to it but it's not complicated i guess the worst thing you could do is just pass pass early when you could yeah like on your fifth round round, you you just passing (laughs) or whatever you're just (laughs) collecting your bonus you just get your coins at the beginning you you guys have 50 coins like great here's your five points yeah (laughs) or at the end you're like i have 150 points or coins and yeah okay that's 15 15 points points. or i have four of these barrels and (laughs) two of these and i have more points than you right (laughs) good job Uh, all right yeah I just I Maybe don't think I, there's we like change a, your mind. Sounds like we, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I just don't think you can kill it. Like it's not like you lose the game. You can't lose. There's you some games get less. Points. I'm trying to think of like I I was gonna put it in the same category as cult for me drinking wise. There's just a lot to keep track of. That's true. But you're right. I mean, it's at the end of the day, you just buy a cow and you're like happy with that choice you know because <laughs> yeah. you're drunk and oh a cute little cow yeah you put it on the board and then sumo you... wrestler whatever you want to buy yeah. you buy all sorts of stuff right and that's probably just gonna end up not getting you as many points as it could you know you're not gonna maximize your points yes i, I guess agree. going in the spirit of the question if you're trying to win this game yeah, I you think have a drinking better, is a really bad idea better chance of winning being drunk probably not yeah i think you have a strong chance of losing yeah i agree if you drink heavily is there many games can you think of a game we've done that like is a very direct correlation between like if you're drunk like you (laughs) almost can't win the only one i can even maybe think of is like jaws if you're the shark and you were like really drunk that you can't win like it'd be so hard to win i don't want to play that game again I mean, I think because I think you could fuck up. I think so easily (laughs) you could actually. I think think you could break the rules. Oh yeah, Jaws would be easy to like you could you saying mess up mess up what you could do. Yeah, or even like I don't know, like not just lose. I think I could be 
really drunk and have a chance at winning cult. I'm not saying it's the same chance as being sober, but I think it's possible. But I'm just yeah. like, my question is like, can you think of a game where like you're saying like you almost can't win if you were like that, if you were like pretty drunk, like Secret Hitlers, like maybe depending on just how loose your tongue got. I don't even got. think that. Yeah, because. Yeah, I think that one's maybe the least. Like, I, I think you yeah. do the least harm, especially if you're all drunk. You yeah, just, or even if like we were talking, you know, if you're the drunk guy. Yeah, people just you don't can't trust, trust you, like, what you say anyway. Yeah, maybe you're Hitler, and you yeah. just so maybe like this game right in line with cult is like to keep in mind your complicated strategy. Yeah, it's good. you have an easier time sober. Yes, but you could you know you could play the game drunk, but to yeah, have but a even this game you can dumb your strategy. You can dumb it down enough, I think, that yeah, you're just like, okay, this this round, all I'm doing is export yes. contracts. And I if think you're drunk, game, you're just like, okay, I need a a mutton. Yeah. <laughs> and what I do I need? I'm a gonna wool do and I a think milk. this game could so be simpler like, than Colt in that way. Yeah, I think milk. so, too. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Next topic. Um, on that beat, <laughs> on, that, on that beat, beat I have time. to pee. So um, maybe that's what that was. Let's do number of people, and then we'll... Do you want to do number of people? And number of people, yeah. No, it's fine. Okay. Yep. Uh, number of people. Favorite number of people to play with. What What all? I mean, I've done three and four. Is that I've done three and four done? also, yeah. Three I really four. wanted to play I a one well, player. But done three and four. I one liked, player sounds fun. I, I liked four better imagine. than three. I'd ever do it. One? I think one sounds fun. I don't think I'd ever really want to play a game and pull this whole thing out. That's true. If I'm like, I have, I have an hour. By myself. By yeah. myself. What am I going to do? I have like a thousand other things I would do. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. I mean, I think I might, I might try it. I mean, I might play this game one player just to see what it, what yeah. it is. But I, this is, I would imagine is for the person who's still playing solitaire with a deck of cards. <laughs> right. Like yeah. legitimately. Yeah. You're out at your <laughs> family's like, cabin yeah, on a rainy yeah. day and like you would play Alone. yourself. And like, yeah. Just, <laughs> it's like, there's no I mean, TV. Or, yeah. Right, like, like you have to be in a very a healthy, specific place. Yeah, you're just taking this. like a healthy, healthy dose of a like. I'm gonna turn off my phone and my Xbox, yeah. you know, and my break. TV. Yeah, Do you're doing a technology else. break, and you're by yourself. Yep. Then, yeah, sure. great. Otherwise, I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for four. I I liked playing with four. I did too. I did the too. the game board got crowded we really early, crowded, uh-huh. and then your choices of like, man, I would really need to build another another cow. You know, like it was like, oh shit, can I even do that? Oh yes, okay, right. one. I have one spot here or two spots. <laughs> yeah, and it just ends up being six coins. Yeah, it's like god it gets dang expensive because yeah. everyone takes the cheap ones. Yeah, I love I loved it. I thought that four player was yeah, it was fun. Awesome. It was way fun. Our our rounds took longer. Like yep. we expanded way more there was more money out people were doing more stuff the market was changing more yeah so it yep. really opened up that well oh gosh somebody just bought stuff i'm gonna sell this and then i can go one i can play one more round i can right. i don't have to pass um and that one extra person it just opened a ton with three was fun but four we expanded the board there was oh, so very got, like, little covered left. the board yep yeah. but the northern the area five. had a couple spaces right like above vanessa's pieces yeah i was trying to like Otherwise, you got really close to not being able to do anything, right? Yeah. Some yeah, I some think so. people I were like, know. I can't. You were in the middle do of like anything. all of us. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you kind of were too. You had like a pretty central. I had like the whole you had that coast side. And yeah. yeah. So like Vanessa was above me, or Josh was above me. I was above Vanessa. Vanessa. I was yeah. surrounded and on I all sides. Bordered everything. Yep. Yeah. I just think having four people um, forced you into doing other things. So like. Like you were talking about, you know, the option to get a whiskey barrel. I have this path or I have this path. Well, sometimes this 
path on the left might be blocked legitimately because you don't have a space to put a wheat yep um or maybe the spot on the right the path on the right is blocked because the price of whiskey is way too high because people have been buying whiskey this game yeah like if the two spots available available to you are like sixes and you want to buy a whiskey barrel it's going to cost you a total of like 13 14 coins and you have 12 well that's a deal breaker for that turn for you but if it was three people You'd have multiple areas yeah. that were cheaper, you and you to. could have planted that with right. The chances factory. that somebody bought whiskeys and made the price go up is less because yep. there's just less people, and yep. they can do it another way. Um, there's more room on the board for you to place your pieces. So, yep. I think Ford makes it a way more interesting game. Yeah, I do want to say though, like, like for a complex game, it's really cool that there is like the one and two player option. I yeah, because Colt has the two player option, which we tried, which was really fun. Yeah, it was. Still. But yeah. It didn't have the one-player option, yeah. so it's like super unique to have a complex game that's a one-player yep. option. And even thinking about this game, it would be fun. I, I think it would be really fun to play somebody head-to-head. Yeah, <laughs> like that I would be really fun. That'd be very little defense played. You would just sort of like do your thing. They would do their thing. The boards yeah, would open, like, and you just count them up at the end. Who can make a better clan? Yep. Like, this is my clan. This is your clan. Yep. Are you better at your clan than I am at my clan? Yep. It's not. Like, yep. You're not battling. That's what I like about this game. There's no... Like yeah, the market no is the the right. only way you can yeah. sort of affect other people is market or, or like expand or, or taking their of, spaces right. on the board. Yeah, expanding near nearer to them. Yeah. And one thing I don't think any of us have really utilized the way the game might intend it is that neighborhood bonus. Like I tried a couple times, but yeah. I was always yeah. either across a lock or. Yep. Yeah, I which for all of our listeners out work. there is a bonus. You get, If you put a settlement next to an opponent's production piece of some kind, you yeah. get a discounted rate in the market for that piece for that exact moment. Right. Yeah. So if they have a whiskey factory and you build a f- anything next to that factory, you can buy whiskey at a reduced rate. Yeah, one time right, yeah. At that, right at that point. Yeah, up to three of to. those things. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I don't think we've, I don't think we've really yeah. been able well, to. Well, even when that. you could... Like, there was a few times when we played with the other night that I, you had it, and I was like, please don't. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. that was, I was hoping to buy those the next turn. So I was just like, if he does his neighborhood bonus and he buys three of those, it's really going to screw me. Because now up. it's going to go from, you know, four coins to eight coins. Like, right. Damn it. Right. So I think there is a, you could use that better. I think there's a way to use that better, especially if you notice people. Yep. doing stuff in right. the market. Yeah, instead of like, like okay, I need whiskey. Yeah. Like, I'm how can this. I do it? Yeah. Like, look at somebody. Like, right. Try oh, to yeah. find a place on the board and, and go after it. Right. Yeah. That's a, yeah. even a good strategy. It's like, well, I need whiskey. So instead of putting three merchants totally. in the market to buy whiskey, yeah. I'm going to build right next to your whiskey factory yep. and just use I them. Definitely and then I'm going to like do that. the three mar- merchants then, and get yes. it at a reduced price. And then I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's like a level two strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. I think there's a lot of that stuff that maybe we just haven't played enough to really agree. Like, like at this point, oh god, you idiot! Look what you did—you built a whiskey right yeah. next to me, fool, and then yeah. buy all the whiskey. And you're like, haha. But right. I don't think we've got to that point yet. Where no. it's like, where you could see somebody building something like that as a dumb move. Yeah, I'm like, oh, why would you build that right there when I can just do this? And yeah, yeah. just handing yeah, you put your whiskey <laughs> right next to me. You just gave me all these, you idiot. Yeah. So like, that's one thing I'm kind of excited about with this game it's future like, games playing again. just seems like there's so much like deep in yeah. this game that you could really be like ha gotcha yeah but right now it's like 
Okay. Yep. Yep. He built the whiskey. I'm going to build next to him. Nope. Not buying no whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Oh, oh, neighborhood bonus. What's that again? Yeah. I'm not going to. No, I'm not going to. Yeah. That. I forgot that was I a don't thing. have any yeah, coins. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like, oh, I should have done this next round where I could have right. actually taken advantage of right. it. Right. Yeah. I think that's going to probably play into all of our, our uh, scoring of this game a little bit. All probably. this stuff, you know, it's going to affect it. Yeah. I think so. Big time. Well, let's talk about possible rule changes. Let's this do is it. always a fun topic. I always I'm think that I'm not go first because I'm I don't have one. Well, I always think I, I don't have one either, and then all of a sudden, yeah, we, between the three of us, we come up with like yeah. the coolest rule change. Yeah. So, Josh, which the only thing that <laughs> which I will <laughs> let Josh headline. Yeah, the only thing that I thought about in this game was those scoring tiles. They're like all positive, right? There's not like a negative one. Mm. I think it'd be cool to make like. Uh, one of those that's like, well, this round, every cow you have, you lose two points. Or this round, every something. Like, making one of those negative would be yeah, yeah, yeah. really cool. Or, like, totally not negative, but, like, negative. Negative. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, no. Just, like, you know, something not to do. Like, don't, like, this round, any, you lose two points for anything you produce. Or you lose. Right. Yeah. I mean, you could then choose, like, make, turn all your cows into beef or whatever, like, one time. Mm-hmm. Which would help you gain victory or not lose victory points in that moment, but now you're also like fucked for like going forward. You're like now you don't right. have any of your cows, so you get to choose. Like you're gonna lose victory points right now, but you're gonna be more set up for later in the game. Right, right. but even something like Which that, where if it is yeah. if it is like a cow thing, like you'd have to have exports. Like the only way you could get rid of cows, and then the thing was like for every cow you lose a point. Right. You would have to have export cards that right. would make you. Yeah, pay but beef. you get to look that's at like that tile, way. right? And then you also get to look at all the exports. You could right. choose. No, it would make it. That's what I mean. It would be. It would yep. add a lot to it, to where it's like this round and like the positive ones you can ignore. Right. The negative ones maybe you couldn't. Right. It's not Which negative. it'd be cool to if you worded them negative with negative yeah, yeah, yeah. wording you can still turn those into positives you know because yeah. all of a sudden the differential between you and the rest of the players that didn't right. slaughter their can cattle go in your favor yeah it goes in your favor come back. so it's like a net positive for you that's I, yeah i just think that'd be cool i that's think that'd be a cool. night a nice change they're all they're all good things that would i think really change the game that'd be cool i think uh, for me the, <laughs> the biggest thing that i don't like about this game that i would change in in a rule somehow would be to not limit it to five rounds hmm. i think play somehow, to a point total or something yeah exactly that'd be cool which is kind of my that's my thought on all games where you just like do something until a certain thing happens and then you count up points like i kind of hate those kind of games are they're slightly less interesting Limiting. yeah because you're just not like racing to the finish line really or you don't know where the finish line is until you get there and you're like oh i i cross the finish line sweet right you yeah know? sure that would be kind of cool don't set an end and like you're like 150 points and then you could just spend but you'd everything have to, around getting whiskey or something right with this it'd be hard because you'd have to like you'd have to like count. especially with like cotton sugarcane all that that's like flowing yeah so you don't know how <laughs> you'd many have points to be you have. like i'm at 150 like right now like you would do a contract that would move tobacco ahead of right. sugarcane or something and at that point do each of yours is yep. worth 18 yep you'd have to really be on the ball though and be like i'm at 150 right now yeah. Sugar cane passed 150. I would, or, right, or whatever. Well, and if you even if you just made it at the end of the round, you know, like the first person to get to 150 points uh, in at the end of a round wins. And if multiple people get there in a round, the person that goes over the highest who has the highest is the winner. But you'd have to do the process of adding up the points. You'd every have round. to like do it, yeah, every round. Which wouldn't be. I mean, it would be. It would be relatively involved. 
you know, like, and that's something that would like the cotton, sugarcane, tobacco well, yeah, could right, change round around, and so making sure you keep that largest army or whatever the biggest whatever the clan yeah yeah relevant the marker that, that one would, that would right help. you could take a few steps and it would make the calculation process pretty simple a little easier yeah and then you just every round you just count up who, where are we at you know and i know next round you're at 149 yeah like i need to do something to take points off of your board so right. maybe i need to fulfill a contract that's going to make yep. the tobacco worth less yep in yep. the end you know or <laughs> that'd be fun I mean, that's pretty much the only thing you can do to reduce points, I guess. But yeah, that's that's what I think. I think that'd be super fun because then you have strategy. And you don't have an end to yeah. the like. Maybe in the fifth round, it is worth it to buy people right. to get coins because yep. there's the game doesn't end next round no matter what. It just depends. Yeah, huh? That'd be fun. Yeah, I think that'd be really cool. Don't. It really change it because that would be you could be at like one forty nine one round and then the next round you're at like one twenty eight because right. like you yeah. had to slaughter a cow or you had to do some things. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good one. Yeah, you'd have to slaughter something would yeah. take points away. And Your negative it, and points. And if it went on to like a sixth, yeah. if it went on to like a sixth round, you're like adding a whole new like game tile, like a like a victory point tile. Yeah, I guess it could change everything. Or yeah. like you're adding, you know, with the base game you could go up to nine rounds. I guess. I think there's nine tiles. You, oh yeah, you yeah. could just uh, expand it yourself to nine rounds and just True. play a. You like, use every tile, every play every a marathon game. game. Like fuck it, first one to four hundred. <laughs> well, it's just like well, play. then you would yeah, you would know all the tiles pretty good. Yeah, you'd be like, at some point, I'm going to get points for being on the edge. At some point, I'm going to get points yeah, for being here. At some point, I'm going to get points for this. Yep. Well, or you could do you could if you wanted to keep going, you could just do a random score tile every time, and so you oh, could yeah, potentially yeah, yeah, yeah. Like get them same again. same tile over and over again. Mm-hmm. That would yeah. That makes it. I think the export contract thing you'd have to figure out if you'd want to keep the price going up or if you'd want to maybe maintain like the 15 coins or maybe like do a. Mm. Yeah, I thought you were going to say we would five coins every time. (laughs) There's like 500. Yeah, there's a lot of those. No, but it would suck if you don't have the points. Cost 15 and doing it wrong. Fifth round is a lot to get that. Yeah. Or maybe just subsequently, it's always 15. Maybe it's 15 from like there that. on out. Just so it's harder to do contracts. Plans on, right? it just stays there. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's... I'd be willing to try that. You can almost do like a marathon Clan yeah. of Caledonia game, you know? Like yeah. you said, yeah. you set the Legacy. point value. Just go. So you're like, should we do... 1,000 points. 1,000 points, yep. Whoever yep. gets to 1,000 points And at the start first. of every game, when you like reconvene, you can... Reach, you up. re-choose clans so like your clan might change the next time you <laughs> oh, play oh shit <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like now i got the it's fucking like a legacy border clan. <laughs> a legacy clan game where you the game board doesn't That's change kind of just your clan changes yeah. yeah like you could just make a make it a legacy game it wouldn't really be a legacy game i guess but you could just do yeah, like this time where every game we play to 150 but ultimately we're playing to a thousand right you know? so yep. you play however many games it takes for somebody to get to a thousand yeah you have like an ultimate winner and then you have like round winners. That'd be fun. Yep. All right. I don't have. I don't really have a rule change, so we could just move on. The one thing I thought of, I thought would be cool, is being able to hedge in the market, like on the market board, <laughs> short sell. Being able to like hedge your bets. So like you have to, you have to agree that you're going to buy wheat for like the next three turns in a row. But if you agree to that contract you get to hedge the price where no matter where it moves up or down, like you get the price, like you lock in it. 
So next so like you can, I'm buying weed at 10. Yeah, so you lock in like a low price, <laughs> but you are like you are locked into a you're contract. With so you even if somebody that. sells it like right in front of you? Yeah. So like you're, yeah, like you're, you're, you're at you'd 10. You'd get a card. Like you'd get like a wheat card that said 10 on it and like hold it in your hand. So you're like, I have the I have the ability to buy, buy weed at 10 as per the contract that I signed. And I have to do it at least one for yeah, the next three rounds. Yeah, and you'd have so to next, do at least one for three rounds. Even so it'd be kind of cool like if you knew you needed a lot of wheat, it'd be worth it to you to like lock in that low price but like depending on how the game went it could fuck you too because like if wheat ever it dropped to lower. nine or ten or nine or eight like you'd Would sort you of how like hedging actually works you wouldn't but. be able to sell right I mean, yeah that's it'd true. be a different you contract wouldn't. you could you could hedge to you sell wheat at but a price but if it you be. if you hedge to buy you wouldn't be able to sell in that same round right that's what i mean but rules, like right? like the next oh, yes. round like yep. you would you're he's saying you hedge to like the next three turns you're yep. buying wheat right yep which means you're also as committed per, to not as buy per the rules or you to not couldn't sell, but you couldn't sell wheat in for the next rounds. three rounds. So maybe that right. would be a rule change to go with it. Like maybe you could, but I don't know. I just thought it'd be cool to like my favorite part of the game or one of my favorite parts is like the stock market part of it. And so I thought it'd be cool to add something to that, like add a, I, a different layer, different wrinkle. To I that. agree. I think yeah. the stock market's like it's fun. It's cool, but it's not as like in depth as it should be. I yeah. feel like there should, should be, be more to, to yeah. better. Should be more to do with that. Yeah. Like it, it it's fine, sell it goes down. It would be interesting to add like That's short cool, selling but short selling would be should crazy. Be more. Like being able to like I'm gonna sell wheat. I don't have wheat, but I'm gonna like, like short sell wheat. Alright guys, so you this borrow game is now. it, sell it. <laughs> finance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're now we're gonna bring you into business finance. It is an economic where you need game. to understand <laughs> Market trends and a bear market. <laughs> so yeah, right. I'm gonna short sell this, and I am. Well, what if, what if, um, what if you did make it so you could like day trade essentially? You yeah. Know, and you like could, make money. Yeah. Like use the market to actually make money, not just like. Well, I have a, I have like a cheap way to buy wheat because I actually need wheat. Like I don't need wheat. I'm just gonna use wheat to like to make, make money. money. Right. Yeah, I, would, I mean, it would it would add a layer of defense. Like other players would have to choose. If I if I sold a bunch I of like cheese, that. you know, and brought the price down, like, and then I have the option to buy a bunch of cheese the next round at a yeah. cheaper price, then everybody that goes between my turn has the choice to be like, should I need to do something him do about that? that? Right? Yeah. Are we going to let him take that that benefit? Yeah, I like being. I I think being able to buy and sell in the same round, but not on the same. Like I think that right. changes a ton. Like that that gets yeah. you. Yeah, you can lower the market. Like you deflate it yourself, if so it that you can inflate you. it. That's yeah. what that's what happens. <laughs> that's realistic. Right. Like why yeah. wouldn't you be able to do that? Right. I can Nobody say else that, took advantage of it. Like I can't put three merchants on the bottom and four merchants on the top in one turn. Like I understand that. I can't right. sell them by immediately. But I I don't see why if it goes around the table why that's in there like i i get why it's in there but it just doesn't make a ton of sense because if you have extra merchants right. why couldn't i go back and and buy more like that yeah why yeah There's step no your game good... up and buy some stuff right what's you know? the reasoning you're, behind you're the it other, other than limiting people being able to take advantage of the stock that's literally what that is is taking advantage of the stock market right and the only reason they didn't is so that people couldn't exploit that part but why why but even have that as can. a part why have that right. why even have it if you can't <laughs> exploit it like right what's the point okay right. i can buy like i get it but i do wonder why about not stuff make like it that exploitive. when they make a game like did they go through the process of saying let's let's specifically not do this because when we tried it 
it like right. it was like if, up, if all you know? of us played together and my whole thing was just well i'm way better at thinking through selling and buying shit than you are so my whole thing i'm gonna sell three by two sell three by two whatever right. and i don't know i just think maybe one of the people that al juju was playing with <laughs> got pissed yeah, so maybe he was or, or, or he like really somebody good was at kicking it. the shit out of him, and he's like, "No, you can't do that." Yeah, that's against the rules. You can't do that. Can't do that. Like nope. sandbox. <laughs> yeah, right. Sandbox moment. Yeah, <laughs> that made it into the yep, rules. No, nope, no, nope. no, you can't. No, no, no. Oh, it's in the rules. Right here. Right here. <laughs> Cannot buy Give me a second. and sell My pen's on the same round. See, <laughs> see. Just type it. <laughs> Says it right there. It's in the rules, huh? Yeah, well, this I don't is make my the fucking rules. game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wait. Goddamn you, Juju. You fucking always making up shit. <laughs> I hate your games. Why are you making up rules as you go along? Hey, man, it's the way it goes. <laughs> always throwing that bad Juju around. That's a really cool idea, though. Work with that market a little bit. Change it up. Right. Make it more of a real-life application. Right. Probably get Robbie's rating a little higher. Yeah, it would. What about uh, <laughs> What about just like adding players like there's really yeah. not a lot that limits the number just of players the board, the size, board, the board size but eventually you just you just don't have any more board like what would that look like i guess what if we just if you ran out of board space in round three or yeah. something where well, you're just like, producing goods then yeah, the exactly. market and then then you focus on the market or you focus on yeah. contracts or, or yeah or what if you could you take down one stuff. like what if yeah. like what if instead of you like you have to do an export to take down a beef like what if you added a beef token? So like you, you could, could take kill, a beef, you could kill a beef like as an action, put it in get your a stock. beef, and then like you'd have your turn to like like you create your own space by taking down something and you could like use it. Dude, what if it was like a like the barrel like the barrel? <laughs> and you can age it. You well, like age you your ha- beef? it aged and and could rot. So if you didn't spend it in oh. three turns or something, oh, it goes bad. Yeah, so like it's like moving through a refrigerator yeah. kind of. Yeah, most actually, like, like you can only age right. beef for. So you could days do that with like people. beef and mutton. Like, what if yeah, they yeah. actually Sweden, though, had it to ninety days? She's yeah. fat. <laughs> fat aged beef. Wow, nice. Thirty days. <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be cool to like have tokens instead of beef only existing on your export card. Yeah, if there were tokens, it would allow you to do stuff like that. Like, have somebody who's like a like a uh, butcher and like. You know, oh, if yeah. he has multiple cows, then he can age beef or like sell it for upgraded mm, yeah. stuff. Like adding that beef token. I mean, you wouldn't do it with other like hops or I don't know. Hey, Some of the export things having their own personal. But beef is the only one that you actually need to produce, right? And mutton slaughter. I meant, I meant, yeah, meat. Meat, Those two, meat is Those the word two I meant. Have screwed me so many times those two are the yeah. only so i think that's kind of shitty like it'd be cool if those two had like a symbol like a a playing piece and then you could just like take them off if you well want. and why not you know because this game yeah. has like a thousand pieces yeah. already yeah. and like a bunch of little why boards have a mutton piece like why not have a, a mutton beef. piece and a beef piece and yeah. a little refrigerator board over on the side yeah, that you a little like extra board. keep them yep yeah and then it'd be cool to be able to take like as an action like take a cow off the board get two beefs or whatever and then that would open up a space two spaces on the that, board like maybe maybe you even get their first rights at it like as an mm. action you open up a space it would suck if your neighbor took the space It'd but that's cool. like a risk it was reward. like a, yeah yeah it would be you know? a risk reward yeah it's like With do you players, want do yeah. you want the beef you would have to right yeah, right more, that'd be cool or i know josh is wanting to expand so i'm gonna kill this beef over here that's not that my he josh. can't get to right you know huh that'd be interesting 
It is weird that any of the meat ones are not. I think those like the only thing. tokens. Yeah. Last time we played, I like that. There's tobacco, sugarcane. Oh yeah, uh, they're just cotton and hops. Separate. Like that's cool. I like All that. Separate. Mm-hmm. And hops is like kind of specific because it doesn't go along the thirty track. Hops is just right. like you just count is what it is. One to one. Yeah, that's neat. You wouldn't really need tokens for any of those, really. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I like, I like that market, they don't guess, need tokens. But... Like the game doesn't need more tokens. Set, I mean, I guess it would be interesting if they did have a market space meat. for those. <laughs> True. You could buy yeah, them. those. Are the exact opposite <laughs> I know, statement. I know. Yeah. I just oh, I had to get there. You know, yeah. I had to get there. Just there. But yeah, what if what if they did have sugar cane and tobacco and wheat or uh, on the market cotton, and then you could sell them on the market. And the only way to get them was through a trade contract. Interesting. But then you could turn that into money somehow. And like, if you bought or sold them, would it like affect their spot on the thirty track potentially? Oh, damn. You're like, I'll sell cool. some of these, and it will backtrack. Goes it back three spots. Makes the ones you have. So like, more in valuable. the last minute, yeah. you can be like, all right, I'm taking tobacco back four slots to make sure it's like yeah. in the middle instead of in the lead or something. That'd be cool. I mean, <laughs> the the idea behind that uh, the the track is that the more rare ones are, are worth, worth more. more. Yes. Right. Yep. So that would be by selling it, I guess you're making it more rare. You'd put more and out into the world, into the yeah. market. You'd be putting more. So you'd actually be like making it worth less. Right. I like it the other way. I would like if you had a bunch of tobacco and it was obviously like the front runner, but it was only worth three and you're like, well, I'm going to sell eight of them. And that makes it the least, so it's worth the most. So, like, all the ones you take out of your exports take off the board. And then now you maybe you only have six tobacco left and you sold 20 of them, but those six are worth 18 apiece. Right. They're worth more now. Yeah. So, like, if everybody else had, like, cotton and whatever the other one was, sugar cane, and you had, like, a shit ton of tobacco, and so the tobacco was all the way to at like, the front, but they didn't have any. Right. You sell your tobacco and make your tobacco worth way yeah. more than theirs. Try to manipulate the market. And then theirs are worth whatever it is, but that's what I would... I would think you'd still so sell it back it in, but it would it make it more... Because it's not out. Like, it's not... You're getting rid of the export contract, so it just moves yeah. it back. You don't get the export contract. I guess it gets a little <laughs> bit complicated when it comes to buying those yeah. things. You know? Like maybe maybe well, it's I don't not know in if the you could buy you can't, maybe you I was just saying them. if you could get rid of your export contract, well, like you have this export contract, but you sell it in, you, maybe you don't even get anything for it, but you just yeah. get rid of these export or contracts, money, I mean. right? Yeah, and and it makes yours more. Like at the very end, you so can it's be just like, a way to manipulate. The, yeah, the market at the, the very end, the to market your, of those points. Yeah, and then somebody else could be like, okay, well, I'm selling in my cotton, or and you know, it'd yeah, jostle back and forth. That's but I think that'd be kind of cool. It's like, yeah, I'm not getting a way to like a way to like manipulate them other than just like own it. Like whoever right. owns the most like, yeah. moves it on the board. Right. You could manipulate to get it back to make it. It could be worth it to trade in three direction. tobacco if it right. makes it worth 18 instead of six. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That'd be like three to one. So yeah, like it's crazy. You could sell up to like two thirds of your shit and still be a good investment. Right. That's kind of fun. Yeah, I think there's a lot of things you could do that you don't even necessarily have to. Yeah, you wouldn't change even the game. Need, you could just yeah. do this. Yeah. With you, the could just do it. you could just do this stuff. Like yep. that's what you I like even about need it. Game pieces. <laughs> you don't have to right. do anything to change these rules. You just except for start meat, doing you it. Need meat. You would almost need to just keep track of it contracts instead of holding on to the con- contract. You could just like keep a tally, you know, what everybody has or yep. something. Yeah. And so you add four to yours, and then you just get rid of the contract tile. Yep. Then if you sell them, you just like literally just take them off. Yep. And move the thing back. You know, I see. I feel like a. An accompanying 
Excel spreadsheet for this game would be just <laughs> yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, why not? <laughs> An app? Yeah. Just sure. help plans you like, keep app? track of yeah, the totally. score, scorekeeper? The BGSC rule change app where you could like <laughs> click on the game and then like helps you manipulate whatever game you're playing. God. So we many need great a, ideas. We need an app developer <laughs> yeah. in, in our midst. Someone, someone do this <laughs> cool stuff we keep talking about. Yeah. All right. Well, is that it on rule changes? I believe it is. Yeah. I feel sheep. like it's an oversight <laughs> that there's no chickens in this game. I feel like no there chickens, should be chickens yeah. with yeah, chicken chickens meat. Be good. I think sheep should just call like you should be able to produce something more than mutton out of sheep. Like that's one thing. That or like wool. You're at, you guys are acting like fucking idiots. <laughs> no. There are two kinds of things. There are produced goods and, and there are goods. basic goods. Yeah. You should be able to produce something out of sheep. Out of wool. Out of sheep. <laughs> out of well, the, it makes the, sense yeah. though. Because the sheep is wool. What you're saying is like cheese, right? Yeah. So yeah. like cows, yeah. cows, make you can milk, make, you can turn you it can into turn cheese. It into so cheese. like a sweater. A produ- you should be able to make a produced good like a out sweater. of sheep wool, <laughs> just like I said. All right. Well, so you, what you're saying is you would add a rule to be able to produce. No, I'm just saying. I wish. Wool. I just wish they made it more of a important thing. Gotcha. I don't know. I feel like it's good that there's pattern stronger things and crisper things in the game. I, I know. Wool's probably cheaper. Just do so. To make. It I is, I think. It, I thought they're both. Are they both eight? Eight, Wool nine? Wool is eight. Cows are nine. Nine. There you go. That's extra dollars so you can produce a different good. Well, I just, we were talking about things that they lacked on, guys. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. No, There's I think, whole I think we all agree. Yeah, I, nobody I think we got to the heart of what we disagree on. <laughs> and it's stupid. So we agree on the yeah, heart of. We the, agree. On the rest of it. Tartan. Um, all right. Well, let's let's move on. Let's talk about ratings. Let's, <laughs> let's get, get into let's the Let's get ratings. ratings over with. Let's rate this. Put this baby to bed. I'll go first. Good idea. Would you? Yeah. I'm going to rate this game on rules and playability. Um, I think this game, similar to Cult, is kind of difficult to learn. I think once you know how to play, teaching someone is actually not too bad, and it's actually kind of easy. Probably easier than Cult. But sitting down for the first time with a rule book and all these pieces is a little daunting. Yes. <clears throat> Even explaining it to somebody the first time in a very in like as simple of terms as you can possibly go, it, everybody's eyes kind of like glaze over until you get past round one, and then they're, oh okay, no, I get it, you know, right. and it starts to make sense. So I think it's kind of hard to hard to learn. Um, I think it's easy to play as soon as you know how to play. It's like very simple gameplay, nothing complex about the gameplay at all. Um, and then since it's so complex of a game overall, I think it's really hard to master. I don't think, I think sitting down in all the games we've played, nobody's emerged as like the, the clear winner, you know, and I don't see that happening over a long period of time. So I think it's like, I think it's impossible to master and become just the best at it. Um, so all of that being said, I'm going to go with, um, hold on, let me do the math in my head. That's a three for hard to master. Wow. That's a three for easy to Six. easy to play, nice. and that's a a two, I think, for out of four difficulty to learn. Or Plus a one. bonus one. What's the bonus one? <laughs> yeah. Well, I got to figure that out. So <laughs> I haven't talked about that one yet. Three, six, seven. So you're at seven. I'm at seven. Yeah, because no, at, you're at eight. I'm at eight. Three, but three, I think I'm. A, I don't know if I'm gonna give it a one or a two for. Wow. It's kinda, as far as I can tell, this scale is out of like 12. Is it easy, medium, or hard to learn how to play? 
You have four things with three, three four things. Eight. Three, 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 and one. Yeah. And the last one was out of three? The last one's out of one. Yeah, the oh. real world application is just oh. a point. Either you either are or you aren't. I see. I'm gonna take that point away. You is or you. You can take it away. I thought you'd love this game for that. Remember? Well, now that you've ta- said that, <laughs> there was a couple of things. For okay, so for the talk it out the real world part, I think there's some some good stuff and there's some bad stuff. I think most of it is really cool. I think you can't produce things with wool. So yeah, that hurts. Right? I think you can't buy and sell a, a good on the same. This round. game doesn't actually say you can't. Just doesn't give you just the ability to allow do it. you to do it. Okay, true. All right, for what that's worth, I, I just, agree. I like interrupting. You can people. sit in your clan and, and knit a sweater all fucking night if you want. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no victory points. points. No victory points for your clan only. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, but everything else is really, really applicable to the real world. I think it's pretty awesome that there's like. All the produced goods. I think the market the is market really cool. Um, I think that trade contracts and how that all plays out, and like the fluctuating price or the fluctuating victory points of those three commodities is really cool. So I think I will give it the point. I okay. think you talked me into it. Nice. So <laughs> where am I at? Nine. I give it a nine. God, that's good. AJ, is it my turn? <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Um, I'll, I'll take on the strategy part of it. And uh, you guys know that I like to balance strategy versus luck. Or I guess luck versus non-luck. I don't know how to word it exactly. But how much luck plays How much in. your strategy helps you win versus how much luck helps you win, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think this is a really, really, really good strategy game where your strategy is a massive part of why you will win but i think that there are certain things that are lucky like the round tiles round end tiles i still cannot remember scoring tiles thanks um i think that the export contracts that come up depending on what you're looking for are is is a random thing that's lucky um and I think, like, the clans, like, if you're playing with three people, you're just going to draw four random clans. And, like, if one of those is easier to work with or harder or whatever is better, then that's lucky, too. So I think there is some there is some luck involved to this really great strategy game. So I'm going to give it an eight for strategy. Awesome. And nice. That, and that's it. That's all I have to say about that. That was a little bit lower that's than I thought you were going to go nine. I thought about it. It was between eight and nine. Can't do halves. So I went eight. I'm still I'm gonna, gonna go eight. Po- I was gonna go eight point four, <laughs> and then I rounded down to eight. You're gonna do halves huh. by going to point four? No, it was closer to half. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. No, I get it. Half of an eight. Yeah, is four. Yeah, out of ten, half. <laughs> I still think so, you should come up with a ten point scale that has a game <laughs> correlated with every single yeah. thing because uh, we have a ten. You right? have war, chess, and you have chess. Yep, chess. Technically, clue flipping I gave a coin. A 10. <laughs> War, I guess, war's, is probably it. War is pretty, pretty good, too, yeah. Pretty yeah. lucky. Um, okay. Wait, so what do you want me to do? So I have those two. He like wants a, you to I want actually like a zero and a ten. I want a basic game for like zero, one, two. So we can be like, it's a nine, so this is like on the same level of blank, you know, or it's an eight. Like your standard nine game, your standard eight game. Gotcha. That's a lot of work. Or you could just come That's up a lot with of four three-point oh, really systems. So, Clans of Caledonia, standard eight game. <laughs> from now on standard <laughs> this, this game would be so hard to compare to other games yeah. totally the complexity of the strategy is what did like i give of what did i give to cult i always forget nine i think a nine 
a, uh, a ten. A ten, I think. To I think that's what we decided. I think so. I think, we okay. I think when I went back and good, listened. I should have. Pretty Hopefully sure I did. You did. I think so. I think I either way. In. Audience, listen back. Let us know. <laughs> yeah, we don't. <laughs> we don't have that information in front of us. <laughs> well, that takes me to my rating. I'm the replayability. It's how many times you could play a game and still have the same amount of fun. How often you'd want to bring it out to play it again. That sort of thing. I think this game is very replayable. It changes every time. The amount of things that are randomly set up at the beginning, that absolutely adds to a different experience every time, which makes it very replayable. The only thing I'm going to knock it on, which is probably not their fault, is how kind of difficult it is to get a copy. Mm. If you, there's like one avenue and it's Amazon, or you can go through them, which I suggest doing. So two avenues. Yes, there's like one avenue plus one avenue. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So it's like there's one avenue, which is Amazon, which is okay, but it's not great because you have to buy it through their UK seller, and it costs a bunch of money, and it takes, I think, like two weeks or something for them to even ship it. So it, it's, it takes forever. Mm-hmm. I was really trying to get the game before we did this. And we took a really long time to do this, and I still haven't got the game. Yeah, that's true. So, that's a good point. So that's, um, but I finally got myself to buy it, and I bought it through their website, the uh, Karma Games website, which I think would, if anybody's looking at this game, is the best place to get it from uh, as far as price. You can pay the same amount and get the cool extra metal coins and the metal tin that AJ talked about right. as the Amazon price, or you can pay less and just get the game. Um it's in euros, but that doesn't change anything. So, <laughs> but I was just, I mean, again, it's, it's so replayable, so much fun to play. The hardest part about this whole game is finding it. And I don't really, I know I saw it on something, maybe like board game geek is where I've even originally heard about this. It's on a lot of lists. Yeah. Yeah. And like, then I saw it at target once, like one time out of the blue. And I still I'd, think that's, I think that's a lie. I it might have been. I, I could have sworn. I know. I, I fucking saw it though. Like that's that's the problem is I've gone back to Target so many times because it is vividly in my head. I was like, oh, I put that game on our list. I should pick it up. And then I was like, ah, it's like sixty bucks. I'll get it later. And then I never saw it again. Hmm. But I think that's <clears throat> this game. I think you could play this game over and over and over again and have so much fun. So I'm gonna give it a nine. A nine. Just because playing it the first time will be kind of like Colt. To play it the first time, you have to have a copy. And to get a copy, you have to kind of <laughs> jump through some hoops or go back avenues or wait a while. So That makes sense. Nice. 8.66 repeating. That's right. Did That's you change right, my age. number to a four? I did. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. I was waiting. I was waiting like, and I gave it a <laughs> four? I guess I gave it a four, <laughs> as it turns out. All right, so well, that, be it. that pretty much wraps us up. Um, I think, um, yeah, if you want to get a hold of us, then go ahead and reach out to us at BGSC Podcast at all mm. of our social media outlets or BoardGameSocialClub at gmail.com if you want there to send us, send us an email. And Robbie's personal cell phone number is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, feel free. Um, the next game, I'm pretty excited about this. Do you want to talk about the next game, Josh? I don't know what the next game is. You don't I know. Have, I haven't looked. I don't remember. Well, I'll tell you. It okay. is a fun game by Disney. Oh, is it Villainous? Villainous. Nice. Wow. Villainous. I'm so excited. I can buy that at Target. 
Yeah, you can. can. And all six, the expansions. All six versions yeah. of it. They actually have a Marvel version now. Did I you did see that? see that. Dang. Yeah. But I think it's a base game, right? So be like, like, it's not an expansion? I think so. I think it's like this. It's, yes, like a rebranded yeah. original game. Pretty excited about that. So you can be that dick Tony Stark? Is that not? He's no, the he's not a villain. Well, he's a dick. Well, he's, he's not people. a villain, though. Yeah. Well, maybe Iron Man's the hero, but maybe Tony Stark's the <laughs> <laughs> They might have taken that route. I don't nah, know. Probably, we'll have to find it. Probably Thanos. Probably yeah. Thanos, yeah. That guy. With the Loki. Probably. I, mean, I wonder, it makes me think of, like, what the age. Do you guys remember what the age is? Because, Turn like, I was going to say, when you, like, you know, when it's Disney, you know, popular Disney characters, even villains, like, you're going to have kids who really want to play. Yeah. So yeah. Makes sense they could make a fortune just by keep coming out with more expansions. That's true. All right. Well, if you want to awesome. know more about that game, yeah. let's do our next episode. Yeah. <laughs> in uh, about three months. months. Set to come out yeah. in 2020. We'll probably have a happy hour scheduled before then. Yeah, ideally. Yeah, <laughs> ideally. Ideally, we we play some more Risk Legacy and that you guys Talk heard about all it. about. Yeah, you guys know all about that from our happy hour episode. Happy hour from the BGS that happy was released hour. weeks ago. That was released. <laughs> all right. So if this comes out before that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you look forward. Look to that forward too. to happy hour. <laughs> all right, guys. See you later. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, guys. Thanks for riding along with us. All right, everybody, thanks for listening to the BGSC. We'll see you next time around the tabletop. Bye now. No, you don't make it. Yeah. The and ground you, does. The you ground make, produces it. You make but you plant milk it. and yeah. you make wool. You produce cheese. You produce bread and you produce whiskey. You don't produce anything from cows produce the sheep. Milk. You're saying yes. You wish cows there was make milk. You're saying milk you produces cheese. You think there should be a clothing. I factory. understand that. That's it's, what you're saying, right? That it's, we're, you we're wish, arguing semantics. You wish there was a clothing factory. That's what yeah, you wish. Yeah, I'm saying that sheep only have. I get you. No benefit. I think yeah. You can't at the end of the day, I think from a sheep. I understand what you're saying, and I agree. Because there's production goods that are worth two. <laughs> not making. And not making. Not making goods. Which are worth one. Basic. Yep. Basic natural, produced natural goods. Good, natural Basic goods. Make it goods. Got it. Make it. I don't know. They're made. The game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes. Cows They're, make milk. It is weird that wool produce is the cheese. only basic good that doesn't you can't produce to make into something else. Yeah. You in can't this produce game, anything. In, this in real world, there are sweaters and scarves. Yeah. Socks. Just not in Just so everybody knows. Yeah. That exists. There should be this a isn't real. It's not like a, a real. beanie factory. Yeah. It's yeah. not like a real this thing. old world Because you can't make anything out of wool. Yeah. Which is crazy because I'm sure that old tartans were made out of wool. What's a tartan? <laughs> it's a pattern <laughs> that they put on their kilts. Oh. oh. Yeah, no, I was hoping. Shh. <laughs> Deep into the 19th century. Century. <laughs> Your homeland of Caledonia. Oh, my God. That's a dude <laughs> that, Did you just jump in? <laughs> that's, that's as good as Scotland. That's as good as I can do. It's terrible. Look at nice. Sean Connery. It's Sean, Sean Connery. <laughs> if you don't have a lot of S's, it doesn't work. <laughs>